everybody, and welcome to the second episode of our culture talks. And today, what we wanted to do was focus on employee retention. That's keeping the people that you have and lowering the people, lowering the amount of people who are leaving your organization. And we're also going to talk about why that's important and some benefits to your organization or the main benefits to your organization if you focus on those areas. Um, we'll be drawn upon our own experiences from being in a uh, being part of a management team for a combined 23 years. Um, and we'll also talk about the experiences we have had with uh, keeping people, people leaving for good and bad reasons and whatever. Um, but I'll let Sean kick it off, sure. And Sean, do you want to give a wee bit of background as to why you think it's, uh, how, how to do it, I suppose, and why it's important? Yeah, well, I mean, well, I mean, the reason why we believe in it so much is because of the experience, as you say. Um, and we know that and we, we've had strong retention in the past. It was, it was a period that we experienced where we had two years of, of no one actually leading the organization. Now, I mean, that, that comes with its own downside, sides in itself, because we'd also always say that there's a small bit of turnover is, is healthy for an organization to bring along um, a fresh approach and new ideas and things like that. But, but in terms of actually keeping them, we've still seen that as a, a big positive. Um, and we've looked at the areas of how, how we've done that. And you know, really, it, it comes down to engaging with your team, um, just building a, a trust with them. And, and that's because we've shown support um, with all our employees throughout their whole journey with us. And, and that's coming from um, the first day. I mean, obviously, recruitment's extremely important within this and recruiting the right people. And we always say recruiting for, for culture. So when, after you recruit them, give them a good induction, um, showing them really what the organization is about, what the values of the organization are. And, and we always truly live our values out. Um, and culture is, well, it's not a whole separate aspect, but it's a whole separate conversation um, in that sense. But, but it's been important for us keep consistency and we we worked under very difficult circumstances with no investment um in the organization because it was an organization we took over while in administration so we needed the people to be strong um and that's what we got so the fact that we had strong people and consistency with that um gave us a chance actually a fighting chance to make the organization successful yeah no i i agree the 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 difficult circumstances that we managed under i believe actually pulled people together more because um, I hope that we were leading them in a way that was open enough to allow for relationships to be built. Um, like I, I want, I suppose from this, I think it's important that we try to give people some tips um, on what we believe uh, are the important ways to build um, good, strong team members who want to stay in the organization for a long time. Um, I think it's important to understand also that some organizations are gonna have really nice benefit packages for new employees and current employees. Um, and that, depending on the sector, that could be more money being spent on that. Like if in the tech sector, I know it's quite um, prominent that you would be getting uh, discounts on health benefits in terms of uh, insurances and discounts in certain organizations and, and jobs and whatever, and, and they're really nice, but they become a given. Um, most organizations then you'll usually find just like you're offering and the market starts becoming quite uh, I suppose diverse. I suppose there's a lot of options for people in those sectors whenever it, when, when one organization one organization starts offering something and another organization wants to offer the same thing so that it levels the power and it's natural and so what would we say are the ways in which you can stand out no matter what sector you're in well, I would say the very, very first thing is that 
make sure you build strong relationships with the people you work with. Um, whether you're an employee, a business owner, um, a, a manager in that organization, always make sure that you keep a level playing field. Yes, we have responsibilities. Yes, we have lots of things to be getting done. And sometimes that means having um, the, the hard hat on and saying, right, we're driving this forward. But there's not, no problem with having a bit of crack while you're doing it, uh, getting to know people on a personal level and making sure that they, they feel part of something. Because we as humans want to feel part of something bigger. And when you do, you're not going to want to change that because we are habitual. We, we don't like change naturally. Um, and if you're part of something, why would you change, especially if you know where it's going? Um, I suppose that gives a nod towards our impact success model that we have worked on for a long time. Um, and the very first part of the, the, the model is that we talk about your strategy, but linked to culture. So where is the vision? What, or what is the vision of the organization? And that's so powerful because if your people know what your vision is, where your organization is going to go, and they know what their place is in that organization through the relationships that are built up, then it's going to be very hard for them to want to look at other organizations because buy-in starts to become a real, a real thing um, as part of that vision. Um, I think it's important also as part of uh, the vision, values come very quickly behind that. And Sean, you mentioned that we've always said recruit for culture and we have um, and as part of that culture, the core values really make up the, the moral fiber and the personality of the organization. Yeah. So when we're working with people, as you know, the very first thing we do is we say, let's get your vision in place. Let's make sure you, that you, you know what that vision is. And let's make sure your people know what that is. And they need to be part of whatever that landing zone is going to be. But how do they know what to do when they reach a bump in the road? Well, that's where the, the values come in, I suppose. Um, and those two things are so strong in making sure your people stay with you long term. Um, and obviously, seasonal work is going to be a big thing. Um, you may only have the capacity to take people on for a certain period of time. But if you take people on, like Sean, you mentioned about um, bringing people on from the recruitment process, uh, in the induction process. Uh, and it's important that from the get go, it doesn't matter if they're there short term or long term, because if you retain people for the length of time that was planned in the first place, but they add massive amounts of value, then it was a, a worthwhile cost because recruitment costs are huge. Um, and, and the whole point of uh, retaining your people and one of the biggest benefits of it is that you aren't spending those costs on recruitment and induction. And many, most organizations don't have the luxury of having a, a, a human resources team to look after all that. Sometimes it's like we would have had to um, do everything ourselves in terms of the recruitment, the selection, the inductions, the training. Um, and we found that we were able to lean on the relationships from the general team members who took up body and system uh, team roles that we, we, we created that body system, as you know, and, and it was really, really successful. And when new people come in, we were able to inspire them, get them ready to go, and then pass them out onto the team who, through a structured induction plan, were able to induce them into how things are done around here. Um, so I would say that would probably be one of the, the big benefits of it, just that you, you uh, get the best out of somebody, you get the value that you want to get out of every person through that method of making sure you have a, a tight strategy in place. Yeah, one of the, one of the areas that you've, you've touched, touched on strongly throughout that is 
is that people know um, where their place is and why they're valued. And not only do they know that, but they know when they're valued as well. And it comes down to this attitude of sort of catching people when they do things right rather than when they do things wrong. And always looking at the, the positive end and rewarding and recognizing all these positive, um, valuable assets that you have within your organization and what they do and why they add value to the organization. You know, the, the team that you have out there are front face, and it obviously depends on what sector that you're operating in, but, but whatever way it works, you're going to have a customer on the other end. And if they're adding value to that customer, then it's important that they know when they've done that right, why they've done it right, and what their place is there. And you know, as we, when we look, we look at a bigger picture, so JP mentioned impact success, and, and the areas of impact success that we focused in on um, are, well, first of all, you, you talked about the vision and the, the strategy, um, first of all, there, and then the leadership. So the leaders of the organization are extremely important, the communication, the mindset, the motivation. These are five key areas that we focus on in impact success and the program that we deliver. And anyone can focus on these, um, and they're very, very important. You know, motivating your team um, can be very difficult. It's not something that's easy to do day and daily. But if you put the right processes in place, you can generally achieve that. Um, and when you have a team working together, you might not have them all on par every single day of the week. But if you have a positive culture and you have them working together, one motivates the other and it works in a positive cycle in that matter. And would people feel that they're going to do a workplace where they enjoy working there, first and foremost? And I think that's very, very important. I think when you make a decision of where you want to work, um, that, that'll take the organization further. And this is one of the things that we focus on because when we're saying that organizations need to have a positive culture, we also encourage, encourage people that when they're going to work for an organization that they're going for or an, an organization who they want to work for, somewhere they're going to enjoy it. Because when we talk about retention, if you have a mismatch in this, where the, the person is just going for the job just to get a few quid, they're not going to stay there. Your retention is going to be low. And if you have an organization, they're bringing people in short term just for a quick fix. Again, that's not going to work. And these things all cost money. And one of the things we say about retaining your people, if you retain your best people, you do save time and you do save money because a recruiting process is not one that people really enjoy doing. I mean, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort. You have to advertise, get the recruits, check their CVs or their applications, see who's best fit, interview them and then select. And even, I mean, from my own point of view, I hate interviews in terms of hate selecting people. I hate letting other people down. And you know, it's not an easy process to go through. Then you also have that training process where you have to put them in. And again, it depends on where you're working. But I, I would say roughly sort of eight to 12 weeks of, actual training um, on site for someone and, and time after that they embed in. So for an organization who has to um, recruit on a regular basis, this is going to cost them an absolute fortune. And during this time, the productivity is going to be extremely low because when people don't really, I mean, even when you're training and you've just completed your training, you've still not 100%. So it takes time to get, to get up to speed and get where you want to be and be fully efficient. So it's important that you try and keep people so you don't have to do that. And one of the other things as well, just in terms of retention, we talk about employee retention, but you retain employees, you also retain customers because customers become attached to the, the employees that you have working within your organization. So when you lose that, that employee, you have the potential to lose that customer as well. So there's so many aspects um, within this of why employee retention is so important to organizations. And there's so much to think about that you normally wouldn't, unless you actually sit down and consider it, you wouldn't really think about it. I mean, I've given a lot of reasons there why why organizations need to look at it, but what, what do we do is kind of, I suppose, I've, I've skipped past that a wee bit. Um, there's a lot of different areas we can focus on, and personal development is one of the ones that we'd be, be big fans of. And, and we look at developing people in their own personal life as well as within the workplace, because if someone is coming into the workplace and they're, they're not fully effective, they have a lot going on in the background, 
this this stuff of leaving your problems at the door is an old way of looking at things as far as we're concerned. And you know, you, you can't just leave things at the door. If you have something personally happening um, in your life, you can't just leave the door and go, go in and get on with your work and, and smile. It's, it's not a natural thing to do. So when you actually recognize people's difficulties and the problems that they're having in their own personal life, they can then kind of accept that within the work environment that you're aware of it. Um, and yet you're fully behind them as well, that you're going to be supportive, supportive of them. And that makes it easier for them to go about their, their daily job. Um, so, so personal development is, is very important. We, we call them development chats um, and we do them regularly. So I would say it's kind of little and often, so they're short but often, rather than this kind of annual appraisal type um, approach, which we've, we've never actually um, went with. Is there any other ones there, do you, do you think of what any other main points you think about? I suppose the biggest one is that whenever you take the time to focus on uh, the the environment that you create for the people who work there, you know, you benefit from that also. You know, one of the big benefits of focusing on keeping your keeping the right people is that you're keeping great personalities as well, and and you as the owner or the manager or the person in posi- the position that will be overseeing this. You, you're then going to reap the benefits of the people who want to stay because people who want to stay longer, if it's done the right way, they're motivated, they have direction. You mentioned, Sean, that we will focus on development plans. The amount of buy-in that will come off the back of you taking the time to care enough to ask somebody, what's your personal goals? You know, we have been known to sit down with somebody. I personally remember helping somebody write out a CV for a full-time job. Now, the job that they were in at the time with us was their part-time job. They didn't necessarily see it being the place they wanted to work for for a long period of time. And that's fine. You know, it's it's important. Like we said at the very start of the conversation here, have a level playing field. Be a human being. Make sure that you understand that you once wanted to move from one organization to another in order to get the experience that you require in the field that you wanted them. And that doesn't mean that if someone comes and says to you, well, firstly, you need, you need to look at it from this perspective. I was honored that the person felt that she was able to come to me and say, I, I want to get, and in this case, it was an administration job. And, you know, I said, okay, that's what you want to do. Great. And Where's my head up when I'm thinking that? Well, what I'm thinking is, if, what's the alternative? I say, no, you shouldn't tell me that because you're employed with us. Well, what good is that going to do anybody? I'm not going to feel good thinking that somebody wants to leave and she's not going to feel good because I've harped on about having an open door policy that I didn't back up when she actually used it. So you need to remember, you practice what you preach. Then you go a little bit further and you say, well, actually, hang on a minute. She's going to appreciate the fact that I've taken the time to listen to your goals. In that scenario, I actually went so far to help her look at putting something together in terms of her CV. And, and um, we had regular conversations about how she could go for certain job roles. Um, and, you know, that, that, that person in particular, her, the value she started adding to the organization improved. She was already a great worker, but it improved even more so because she genuinely appreciated that I took the time and heard enough to find out how she would do in that role and the best bit is she's still with us that person has continued on with us for a long period of time she's a fantastic team member um, and you know she's got the full-time job as well she has the part-time job with us and we retained her and to me that's a testament to the environment that we've created for her along with her teammates so remember that 
just because this is going to benefit you from a money and time perspective. And yes, that is very important. It's also going to improve the quality of work, uh, work and life and environment that you're going to have. Yeah, it's also kind of how your, how your organization's viewed as well. You know, when you're when you're saying about doing that by writing CDs, you know, that's one small piece of it. But but all these things that we do all from the collective of your, of your organization and how people view and we talk about are you attract the best talent as well. And people talk and, and word of mouth is one of the strongest um, forms of advertising. Um, that's how you get the best people when, when others know that this is a great organization to work for. I mean, you know how many times that we've done different talks with um, companies, training companies and things like that. And, and many people we had coming afterwards saying, can I have a job, can I have a job, can I have a job? Like that's how you attract people into your organization. You, you're able to tell them all the good things that you've done and the people within the organization will also tell them. So in terms of attracting talent, that, that's one method of being able to do that. And you know, we've talked about a, a few different points there and, and these aren't scheduled, like we haven't written these down, we're just kind of talking off the, off the cuff here, but, but to kind of summarize how you create a good environment for employee, reten- employee retention, what you, what you do for the people is, is in our tagline and it's engage, enable and empower. So communicate with your people, you know, just be open and honest about it. In our past and management, um, there's okay, there's some confidential stuff, obviously that you have to contain within um, certain limits, but taking that aside, there's everything else has been shared. I mean, we've been overly honest um, with our team and that's been appreciated and it's worked really well. We, we communicate with them on a regular basis through the development plans, through team meetings. You know, we, every, every single day we talk to them and we enable them because we train them and we give them the tools that they require to do their job. We try to create the best environment that we can for them to work in and we give them responsibility. We allow them to create new ideas um, and that empowerment is very, very strong that when people can take control and make decisions for themselves, you start to see them grow as well. And when they grow, the organization grows. And I think that's that's very important. There's a story actually I read, I think it was, um, don't quote me this, but I think it was Hugh Packard, um, how they changed in the 1990s, where the new CEO came in. And they went from a structure which was very much based on empowerment. Um, and I think you know, a lot of organizations done this early on. This isn't all new aspects. This is all done early on. Cadbury's were one of the ones as well, the first ones to bring this in, that allowed people that kind of empowerment, which was created that retention. And um, you have Packard done it too. But when that changed with the CEO, um, the culture changed and people just didn't want to be there anymore. It just lost everything that it had. And you'll know HP is a well-known brand, but then did carry it um, for a bit. So it's important. Your people are important. Your people are a massive asset, asset to your organization. And it's important that, that we look after them. Couldn't agree more. I hope that that gives a small insight into what we see are the benefits of retention and maybe a couple of tips and hints as to where you should focus on in order to retain your best people and attract um, new talent to the organization. That's important as well. Um, and we could go on for ages, but um, I'm, I'm conscious that we, we should probably cut it there. But look, we're always open for a conversation. Please post or comment below and let us know what you're thinking. And if you'd like to talk more about it, or you're maybe even going through issues with retention right now, we are an organization, a consultancy organization that helps with culture. And one piece of that culture is making sure people want to stay in the organization. Um, so hit us up, talk to us. And uh, we, we would be happy to try and add value to you in any way, whether it's a conversation, um, a virtual cup of coffee as it stands at the moment, um, or when things settle down a bit, come into the organization and meet you and your team. One of the other things, well, we'd love to hear some positive stories too. So if there are any 
employees there as well who who want to talk about their organization and the good things that they do um, for their people it's it's also great to, to hear that and it's also a great example for other organizations as well to hear that and and when we all work together and put our minds together and get some collective ideas and i think that's how things really work best so as he said we're, we're always here to help so as well we'll leave it there for now thank you very much for listening and remember engage enable and empower all the best man. see you soon guys bye Thank you.